Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. I need you to trust your pastor again. I want you to go back to your seat. If you remember where it was, if not, just find the closest one to you. The Lord is at work. And our Heavenly Father will use the Spirit of God and the Word of God to transform us, to make us more like the Son of God. We have to be people of worship and people of the Spirit, but we also have to be people of the Word. And I just really sense I need to show you something. And then we're going to worship a little bit more. But I really think you need to see this is never make it about hype. Make it holy. You, it, should, it should have, your faith should always infuse your emotions. So your emotions must be involved. But it can't be emotionally driven. God says, the Father says, I'm looking for people who will worship. He, he said, Jesus said, the Father's looking for people who worship in spirit and in, and in truth. So the spirit and the truth can have an emotional impact. But it's not driven by emotion. So don't be scared of emotion. Just let it be fueled by the Spirit of the living God. And there's a verse that, there's two verses I want to share with you. One is Isaiah, and just, just guys, pull it up on the screen. Pull up the amplified version. I want you to see this. You don't even have to look in your Bible right now. Just know this. Isaiah 60, verse 1 and 2. I'm telling you, we've been studying He is. And I'm not done with that. I feel like we need to keep unpacking that. But mixed into it, the next thing of this ramp that He's doing in our life is about the glory of the Lord. The glory of the There's one person or two who know about the glory of the Lord. The rest of y'all are going to learn some. And it's going to be infused in with this. And we're just going to go on this journey. But I'm telling you, this ramp season is all about knowing and growing in who he is. Not who the world says he is. Not who other churches say he is. Or denominations or tradition say he is. But who he says he is. Because when, when we understand that who... When we take him at his truth and we know the character of God, you might be going through a bad season, but you know God is good. And then when you know who he is, the glory of the Lord can start to infuse our life. I'm telling you, that's what's happening. And it's not just infusing our Sunday mornings. It's infusing your whole week. And so Isaiah 60, starting in verse 1, amplified version. Arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to new life. I love that. But not just arise, shine. Why do you arise? To shine. Be radiant. Not with the glory of man or the glory of music or the glory of a personality. The glory of a denomination. The glory of your favorite song. 
The glory of your favorite church, your favorite preacher. We ain't talking about that. We're talking about the glory of the Lord. For your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. And go to the next verse. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and dense darkness all the peoples. But the Lord, I like that but. But the Lord shall arise on you. And, and that's Old Testament's O Jerusalem, but the prophetic context is the people of God. Talking about Zion, which is the church. And his glory, his glory, not your glory. Maybe you succeeded at a few things. Maybe you accomplished some stuff that you're a little bit proud of. Maybe some groups of you got together networking and y'all did something really big. I'm not talking about your glory. I'm talking about the glory of the Lord. His glory shall be seen on you. Ain't nobody trying to see you. You're overrated. But everybody's trying to see him. In you and on you. Go to Psalm 24. I can't wait to teach this. I can't wait to teach and preach this and sling it and fling it and wing it. I'm telling you, it's so hard not to just, the Bible teaching me is so hard not to just start teaching about the glory of the Lord. But this is what's happening. This is what's happening. Psalm 24, start in verse 1. Just do New King James Version. Ain't no, we, got, we ain't got time for amplifying that. The earth is the Lord's. That's Jehovah. That's Jehovah. The earth is the Lord's. And all its fullness the world and, and all those who dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who may ascend? This is rising. This is ascending. This is a ramp. Who? The question is, who may ascend? Who may come up the mountain of the Lord? Who can ascend the, the hill of the Lord? Or who may stand in his holy place? Gosh, ascend. And then stand at the new level so we don't fall back to the old one. Stand in his holy place. He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol. I don't know what your idol is. I don't know what your false god is. Maybe you're pleasing people. Maybe you're codependent. Maybe it's a maybe you made Jim Bean or Jack Daniels your idol. Maybe you bow at that altar. Maybe, maybe it's a drug. Maybe it's pride. Maybe it's a political idol. Who has not lifted up. Notice the lift up. He's not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face. Selah. You know what Selah means? Just that Selah. Music playing. See, this is a song. This is a song that Israel would sing. And when it came to the Selah point, it's just instrumental. The voices go out and everybody is listening to the music, contemplating what they just sang. That's what Selah is. It's getting it into your heart. 
Jacob generation. Who will ascend? See, the Lord is asking us that question so you can answer. Because the Lord never wants to push you to where you don't want to be. But he invites you to where he wants you to be. And he's saying the question of the spirit is who, who will ascend? You're the only one that can answer it. Will you draw near to him? You, those who have impure hands, impure thoughts, impure actions. Will you humble yourself and come in brokenness and draw near knowing that Jesus already paid the punishment for your sin? He's already paid the penalty of your sin. He's not here to judge you. He's here to transform you. He's not inviting you to punish you. It's not a trap. It's not a trap. He knows you're caught in sin. It's not, it's not that, oh, I caught you in sin. He knows you're caught in sin. And he comes to offer freedom to bring you out of that ditch. Invite you up to the holy hill of the Lord. To a new level. A new level. So he says this, lift up your hand, your he says, lift up your heads. Lift up your heads. Think about it. lift up your heads, oh ye gates. You know what gates speaks to? Gates are the gates of a city. Gates are the openings to a city. And do you realize because of your God-given influence, some of you are an opening to the city? Your business, your influence, your relationships, that you are a gate of the Lord. Some of you are connected to nations. So he's talking about the people. And he said, he says, lift up your heads. Lift up your heads, O ye gates. People with, with great influence. And be lifted up, you everlasting doors. See, Jesus is the door, but we are doors. That we in our family, in, in the doors, we are openings. And we might not have influence over a city or a region, but you got influence in your house. You got influence, influence with Pookie and him and all the people you run with. So lift up your heads, you gates. Lift up your head, you everlasting doors. And watch this. And the king of glory shall, shall come in. And then here's the question. See, that's the declaration. The king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? Oh, I, I have to teach this. I can't, I can't skip this. Who is this king of glory? See, what we're about to see now is an interaction. The interaction is this. I'm, say you're the gate of the city and say you're the city. I'm outside the gate. And would I come in as a herald to the king like John the Baptist was to Jesus? As a herald to the king, I come and I say, who will ascend this holy hill? He was, and I'm talking about my king. It's, it's coming saying, repent for the king is at hand. The kingdom is at hand. The king has come to your gates. The king has come to your doors. Jeff said it last week. He stands at the door and knocks. Who's at the door? The king. And he's not just coming to chat. He's coming to transform. And so the declaration is just this interaction and you're the ones in the city and I'm the herald saying, saying all the stuff that we just went through in the Selah and then it's lift up your heads, O ye gates. Lift up your, your heads, O you everlasting doors and the king of glory will come in. And then you say in the city, who is this king of glory? Who's this king you're talking about? And I say, the Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. 
And then I say it again. So lift up your heads. O ye gates, and lift up your everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. I say it again. And then you say, who is this King of glory? And I say, the Lord of hosts. Not just is he strong and mighty in battle. He's the King of the eternal angel armies. That's what Lord of hosts means. Lord of hosts means that we were praying about it last night. He is king, the king of glory. And then Selah is like, mic drop. So here's a declaration. We're entering into a ramp season. There's times and seasons of teaching and stability. There's times of fellowship and community. There's times of going out and being mobilized to to serve and and bring good works to to help feed the poor and do all that kind of stuff. There's there's times of of prayer. And there's, there's times, there's times when the King of glory is wanting to come in and bring you from one degree of His glory to another. And I'm telling you, this is that time. And if you are the people in the city, when you hear the Holy Spirit saying, lift up your heads. It's literally what Jesus was referring to, in my opinion, when he says, repent, change the way you think. It's literally what he was talking about. Those who sat in darkness saw a great light. His glory will arise and shine on you. And what he's saying is, lift up your heads. Stop looking to the things. Stop having an earthly mindset. You have earthly responsibilities that you need to be faithful in, but have a heavenly mindset. Because you were made for more. And as you, as you look at that and, and, and under, lift up your heads, oh, you gates, lift up your, your, your heads, you everlasting doors. Don't lift it up to an idol. See, some of y'all, you know how to lift up. You just lift it up to the wrong thing. You need to lift up to him in brokenness and humility and trusting Him and seeking Him with a hunger and a passion. And it's okay to say, who is this King of glory you talk about? Who is this King of glory? Well, we're already finding out who He is. He's Jehovah. Elohim. You're Adonai. He's your shepherd. And he's come to release his glory in your life. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.